Hello from the hills and hollers. My name is McKenna. And hey, it's Galen. And this is Country Roads. So what do we do this month, Galen? For this, the spookiest month of all, we went on a ghost hunt in the historic town of Thurmond. What is Thurmond, you may ask? Thurmond was a classic boomtown in the 1900s. With the huge amounts of coal brought in from the area mines, it had the largest revenue of the Chesapeake and Ohio Railway. Having many coal barons among its patrons, Thurman's banks were the richest in the state. The town's stores and saloons did a remarkable business, and its hotels and boarding houses were constantly overflowing. But like many boom towns, the town began a steady decline. Many businesses closed down, and most residents moved on. Today, it's a ghost town. And thereby, the perfect place to hunt for some spirits. So, we signed up to go on a tour with Ace Adventure Resort to do just that. Space for this event was limited, as they only take 20 participants in their investigations. Our evening began at Ace Adventure Resort. We are currently at Ace Adventure Resort, about ready to go and get on the bus that's going to take us to the ghost hunt. The lady asked if we'd done this before, and when we said no, she said, Ah, I love newbies, and I don't know how to take that. I wasn't concerned, and now I am. <laughs> we're gonna be out in the middle of the woods <laughs> for hours for hours much excite nothing much. says spooky season like getting the crap scared out of you in the west virginia woods <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll find mothman i was just thinking <laughs> you i literally had opened my mouth you have no idea my dream we'll i'll come, come back without you and then i'll have to keep the secret that you ran off to elope with mothman you know i do it i i Generally, I like I like my independence, but if Mothman asked me to marry him, I would. Can I still be your maid of honor? Yeah, your moth of honor. Well, I'm still a, a a woman, so I guess it would still be maid of honor. No, I'm a moth of honor. Okay, you can <laughs> douse me in powdered sugar, and I'll look like a moth. That's when I run. Exactly, a cloud of white what I was falling. looking for in my wedding. Why well, can't we're wear get, white? We're getting off topic. <laughs> We are currently going to try to find the bus so they don't leave us. They yep. told us to be there at 8, and it is 8.04. We should probably go. We should probably go. We'll check it. Once we got onto the bus and started in the direction of Thurmond, one of our tour guides, Chris, stepped up and explained a little about what we were going to be doing. So we were always intrigued by Thurmond, and a friend of mine here going to meet tonight, Lola Riser, one of our other guides. Uh, we always talked about going and investigating in Thurmond, and one day Lola said to me, she said, Chris, you're busy. I'm busy. We never have any time to do anything fun, so we got to make this our job. How do we make doing paranormal investigations in Thurmond our job? Well, here we are. I'm hard at work tonight. <laughs> um, so I hope you guys are ready to have fun because I love doing these things. They are a blast. Uh, and I always kind of preface it with, you know, I'm not sure what really happens down here. I'm not going to go out and say that it's ghosts. Is it energy? Is it some weird coincidence? I don't really know. But I have an open mind, and every time we go and do these things, weird things happen that keep me coming back for more, asking more questions. So I'll kind of let you guys be the judge of that and kind of see what happens tonight and figure out, you know, what's going on there. He then went through a brief history of the once booming coal mining town, all while we drove down the side of a mountain in a bus, in the dark. If you haven't been in the middle of the woods after the sun goes down, let me tell you, it does not get much darker than that. 
The bus pulled over at the entrance to a trail, and after some amazing parking skills done by our driver, we all filed out of the bus. We strapped on our headlamps and started our trip. We are currently making our way to Thurmond. We are marching in the darkness. It's pretty cool. I wonder if we're going to see anything. We already saw a giant spider, which was terrifying enough. I almost died via spider. I also discovered that my headlight is motion detective, which is both good and bad because every time I put my hand over it, it turns off and on. Yeah, she decided to show me my, that trick by saying, look, and then I looked at directly at her headlight and she turned it back on. I said I was sorry. Kaylin absolutely blinded me with her headlamp. I said I was sorry. <laughs> I didn't know it was motion activated. That kept me very entertained though. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, that was like, on, 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 on. We found that out the hard way. <laughs> on, 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 on. Unfortunately for my retinas. Nevertheless, we survived the trail and our group came to a stop at the entrance of Thurmond. This side of the river, this area right here, was referred to as Ballyat. Uh, and this is kind of where all the riffraff hung out. There would have been saloons lined up door to door right here. This was the red light district. Um, so there was a whole bunch of debauchery that went on here. Uh, and then people walked across the river to get back to Thurman, to get back to the hotel, the Hotel Thurman, or hop the train. And nighttime was kind of dangerous here sometimes because there were people on either side of the bridge waiting for you. There's somebody on the other side of the bridge waiting for us, so let's go meet them. We made our way across the bridge to Thurmond on foot, and soon we were divided into smaller groups and starting our tour. Our first stop was the old post office just up the road. That's Lola Riser, our group's tour guide for the night. Chris and I have been doing these investigations here for hmm. three or four, I think four years now. We were given EMF readers and Lola set up some equipment, namely some REN pods, a ball-like device that light up when they sense movement. Lola also introduced us to Chris Delaney, who would be with us for this part of the tour. Before we could even start to ask questions, a member of our group, Mark's EMF reader, started to light up. Hello. Did you move? Yours popped up? Yeah, it looked like there was a yellow. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> well, somebody is already saying hello, and that's why I'm going to say thank you. That would be a common theme of the night, but ghosts really seem to like Mark. Mark much to his regret, was a ghost magnet. Soon, Lola was turning out the lights. We turned off our flashlights and we were suddenly sitting in complete darkness. So, let's just take a moment, kind of feel out the space. This was a very busy, busy area. In the social hub. Spirit is here, Lola. The roses again. Roses. Just moments after this, the atmosphere in the room seemed to shift. Then our guests have devices in their hands. 
that have green lights. And if there's someone you'd like to interact with, you can get close to those devices and they'll also change the color of the light. So we're just here to visit and say hello. Wow, hello. Look at that. Wow, okay. Thank you so much. What is your name, sir? Mark. Mark. Are you still feeling? Ooh. I'm still feeling. Wow. Yeah, I'm feeling. I'm smelling too. I smell something too. Yeah. Kind of cold. You smell floral? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible how strong the scent of roses suddenly became. It was strong enough for me to smell it, and my nose was pretty stopped up at the time. Thank you, common cold. And the smell would only get stronger the longer we were in the room. Are you smelling it now, yeah. sir? It hasn't made it to me yet. This is it's confirmation that spirit is here. Okay. That's why they said because you you your, your, your five senses, your smell, touch, feel. Mm -hmm. Well, we're gonna just let you use it for the smell test. Do what? Oh God! What did she say? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I said I'm trying to use the smell. Oh. Yeah, it's like kind of strong. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Sweet. So is it like the, the toilet water or is it like actual? It's no, like it's a just fresh like rose. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like an actual rose. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. With more people starting to smell the roses, Lola started to reach out to any spirit in the building. So uh, for the, the gentleman who's in charge, um, I've also started a recorder over here. And if you would like to tell us something, share your name, um, you can speak into these microphones over here. And although we can't hear you with our ears, um, we may be able to hear you on this recording. We'd love we love to get your name. Give me your name, Anna. Just right beside me. Anna. Okay. Anna, Anna Louise, Anna Marion, Anna. Anyone in here, Anna? Mm -mm. Anna? Yeah. I'm getting the name Anna of some sort. Okay, Anna. Uh, but like, it's around this chick right here. And she says she don't know nobody named Anna. I, I don't know if she's like a grandmother like type, but she's the one with this chick right beside me. So uh, apparently, okay, like, somebody's trying to reach feels, you. <laughs> I mean, it feels a little cold over here. I <laughs> she's like, cold. She's a little. Yeah. Um, I'm getting like cold swirls around my ankles uh -huh. right now. Like it, it's like around my face, kind of. It really? just feels kind of cold. So do you know a lot about your family history? You may have somebody just trying to say hi. Okay. If it's her, but I don't know about no Anna. And, but it's all pointing them to you. Mm. Yeah. Um, You're going to have to make some family calls yeah. when you get home. I definitely <laughs> will. That chick is me. Now, I did ask my family if I had any relatives by the name of Anna Lee. Anna. Nada. Uh -huh. 
<laughs> but when doing some research, I did find an Annalie that died the same year I was born. A little spooky, but I don't know why she'd be willing to contact me. Uh, Dorothy Spencer's drawn too. Oh, Dorothy? Uh-huh. Okay. If, if I am correct, and I'll have to double check with Mitzi, but I do believe that Dorothy used to, uh, I guess, the postmaster here, possibly, or handled a lot here in Thurman. They are. Um, the name keeps on coming through. Dorothy. The name Dorothy is actually affiliated with Thurmond. A woman named Dorothy and her husband Charles owned a house above Thurmond's commercial area. It's actually that big white house we've passed several times on our trips there. The very same. Unfortunately, I couldn't find out more about the couple other than their names. You just got cold. One of the things, it's like right now, it's like I'm comfortable. Earlier, I could feel like a cold breeze around my ankles. Are you okay? Can I feel that? Yeah. Okay. Are you okay? It's cold. It's really cold. Oh, it's fine. Um, we're lighting up. That is just so random because it's like when Chris brings up something or says a name, then Mark's EMF meter lights up. There's like... An ominous start to our investigation indeed. After we left the post office, we headed to the train depot, and things wouldn't get any less creepy there. Before Lola could start telling us about the depot's history, we started to hear strange noises. Um, and of course with that, you get your unsavories, your... Uh, did you just hear something? Yeah, it yeah. was like a latch on the door. Oh, was that okay. me? No, it was like a latch on the door. And I mean, it literally sounded like the door was opening. Because I mean, it swapped the door soundly because I've been all through here. I wish, I wish the audio had picked up the door latch because it was so clear in person. It was honestly like it was right beside us. And no one else was at the depot at the time. So it wasn't just someone goofing off inside. It was closed. Locked. Lights off. Not Nobody that. in there. Nobody. And none of our other groups were in there either, so. Yep. They were out traversing the land. Yep. <laughs> um, we were able to find um, some information about a, a death that happened right here. Oh, wow. Um, as a result of an argument. Um, and there was money involved. Oh, um, what? That somebody <laughs> was thrown from up there, down here. We've had things Jeez. thrown at us from up there to down here. So what I like to do is to set maybe an EMF meter or something up there where we can see it. And then yeah. communicate from down here. That way it's not like somebody's going up and down the stairs yeah. or something yeah. like that, right? We discussed a game plan and then Lola set up her equipment. 
So I put a rim pot on the stairs. Um, we've got an EMF meter on the rail. We've got our flashlight set up down here. And I put that other little thing over here. So. the train I need a ticket for the train can somebody help me Lola's questions were soon answered the rim pod sitting on the rail in front of us started to light up like a Christmas tree <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay You like that ball, huh? Can you do? <laughs> okay. Because the only way that ball goes off is if somebody touches it or if there's a vibration with it. There's literally nothing there. Can Can you come over and light up one of these flashlights for me? You turned on that camera and it was just Sorry. Like, oh Don't give her a heart attack, Mom. <laughs> I'll put it down. I'm delicate. No, you're fine. <laughs> now, we've communicated with a gentleman here before who had a horrible accident. I don't know if I want to call it an accident. He got caught. got in a fight. Do you, are you them? Are you that gentleman? Strangely enough, as soon as Lula asked that question, the light that had been going crazy up until that point finally turned off. Apparently, whoever was setting off the REM pod was not the murdered man. I guess not. Okay, so there is one strange thing I wanted to point out. Yeah. When I was reviewing the audio from the depot, I kept hearing this noise in the background. What? Yeah. So, um, it's something like a yell or... <sighs> Honestly, I don't know. It's hard to hear over the sound of the river nearby, but... Here, I'll... I'll play the recording. We know. You can come down the stairs and visit with us. I don't know if it was a ghost per se, but definitely strange sound. <laughs> was this around the time that I kept hearing screaming? I think it is. <laughs> Chance you could turn on one of the flashlights for us. We have another device there. What are you hearing? It sounds like a device on the steps. If you wanted to walk up and down the steps. Are you guys hearing something? I swear I hear a scream. I've heard it like three times. I think I'm going insane. It's like over there. Really? Yeah. 
I swear, I've heard it like three times. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll uh, pick it up. I don't know. Kind of, yeah, but it sounds muffled. And look, like, it was not windy that night. No. It was not windy. So that wasn't wind bustling through the trees Mm-mm. at high speeds. It was like, I told you. It was like, there's something. I heard it. I heard it. And I was like, at your screams, and everyone looked at me like I was insane. Hearing distant screams from the dark woods, zero out of ten, would not recommend it. You were pretty calm, considering. No, no, don't give me credit for that. It was like a sign. Would you want to go up with your EMF leader up there and see if... Um, sure. You got this. Why not? <laughs> yeah? So that hasn't gone off in like a minute, right? Yeah. So, Spirit, are you still with us? Can you go up and say hi to our friend Mark on the upper landing? He's a little nervous about meeting. Lola sent Mark up the stairs of the depot with an EMF reader to see if it would spark a reaction. While we didn't see or hear anything during this time, Galen snapped the craziest picture of him. Yes, it was a live photo, and it looked like one you'd see in a horror novel. His face in the photo was, like, blurred and shifted. Nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say, looking at that picture with the dark forest looming behind us, not one of my favorite moments. Spirit is with us, with the spirit of our lady friend, who we met down here. Not really. No. No. Okay. No. Oh, did you say that? Yeah, I can see, see your breath. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Great. Okay. <laughs> Fun. Are, now, are you feeling colder than, I mean, yeah. like, like right all right over now, your body, yeah. or is it just, like, just your face? It's, it's like hitting you right now. Like, move out of the cold spot. The tapping? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing the tapping. Where'd it come from? It's coming from over there. I thought I heard something. And then it's I like it was like a tat tap. Need to like yeah take my. We moved around to the other side of the depot. The building's outside lights lit our way, but inside the building remained dark. I was at the back of the group. When I turned around, I could see where the building ended. Beyond the light looked like a black void. Just an average Saturday night for us. <laughs> Lola ushered us to a stop beside the empty train tracks and started setting up her equipment. Imagine this. 
we all immediately looked to the windows. Unfortunately, it was too dark to see and our flashlights didn't help. All we could see were some vague shapes outlined by a dim red light from somewhere inside. Who knows? Something could have been looking back out at us. No, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> yes, it was. It was my reflection. My terrified... Like, who's that terrified girl? I know. Oh, that's me. That's me. Looking back at myself. <laughs> you didn't recognize yourself? No. I have um, friends that work for the, for the railroad for CSX. Mm-hmm. And they don't like to come down here. Service people, National Park Service does not want this to be a haunted location. They really need to embrace it. They really do. Um, but uh, apparently, Park Service people will lock up at the end of the day, go home. Everything's all locked up. It's secured. They will come, and all the lights are on inside the building, and all the doors are open. Crazy stuff like that. Um, there was uh, one guy. He says he knows he locked the doors. The only guy who worked down here locked it up for the end of the day, came back the next morning, all the doors were open and locked. It's like, so they, they have uh, all the water faucets would be turned on. You know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So if we ever work for Thurman, we don't want the night shift. Or maybe we do. No, we do not. <laughs> do you feel something behind you? Yeah, it's like I, it's like a little bit of pressure right here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's not cold either. It's just like (laughs) she's like skinning you down. Pressure on the back of her neck. Pressure? Yeah. Like a hand? I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It just like feels like there's something there, but it's not cold. Just stand behind her, Mark. Yeah, it likes you. I've got nothing. I'll yeah. stand on this side. I'm happy I'm the guinea pig here. I've done a whole night with a daddy MF meter myself, so I know how it is when the person right next to you. Yeah, it's like, just going off. It's like, why am I not getting anything? That is so not I'm fair. Sorry. It's all right. Did it, did it, did it, did it go? No. Okay. I thought you were saying sorry because it did. I was like, oh, oh no. Are you still feeling it? Well, way to go, Mark. You scared her off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm either good for something or good for nothing. That was so bizarre. This is, this is, were you standing behind our friend McKenna? Trying to touch her back? That scared me to death. (laughs) After we all got jump scared by the walkie-talkie, we headed down the street to one of the more active locations, the Red House. And yes, it was as ominous as it sounds. Lola gave us some more spooky details about Thurmond along the way. This, uh, This is where the hotel used to be. Oh, right here? Yep, and if you... Put your light right there. You can see the back retaining wall of it. Oh, that's what that is. Now, you know the Dung Glen burned down. Uh, a mysterious fire. Uh, shortly after that, 
Uh, the Thurman Hotel burned down in a mysterious fire. Huh. So, who's to say it's retaliation or not? Interesting. We were soon greeted by Chris, who sat waiting for us on the porch of the Red House. Oh, God. So as you come around the back, guys, just watch your step. There's a couple concrete steps and then some loose brick and then a little step up into the house. We were ushered into a bare room, obviously still undergoing repairs, which I dug. Made it a lot spookier, in my opinion. Also, the circle of chairs waiting for us. It felt like we were going to take part in a ritual, which I would not have been. I was taking the vibe. Check it out. Get the lay of the land. And then I got some chairs here. We can pull some other chairs and kind of bring them in here. I felt like that whole thing oh, just moved. Come on in, guys. We're going to work in this area. Yeah, I got SLS. I got a laser grid. I got my voice recorder, oh, too. That's, that's that. That's my recorder. That's a I got two of those in here. Okay. They're that's already set up on the ends of the room. There is a, a spirit in this house. Um, last time, well, the last time we were inside, we were able to do it upstairs. Um, can't do it this time, obviously. But um, there is, there's a spirit that's just in this house. Could be a little grumpy. But we've had some amazing luck with the SLS camera. Is that the one with like the little stick, little stick figures? Yeah. Which Chris has his. Yep. After we were all settled and took our seats, we turned down the lights. There we go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lola and Chris explained a little about the house and their past trips there. So I always try to treat our investigations. So you you say you watch a lot of the ghost shows. I'm more of a kindred spirit sort of investigator. Right. Okay. I'm just like we're just coming to visit. You know, especially when you think about these used to be somebody's house. It used to be their home, and for whatever reason, their spirit comes back here for you know be it good memories or bad memories. Um, we. Early on in our investigations with the SLS, we would get what looked like people sitting, having dinner uh, in the other room here. Because the door we came in in the back, that's where the kitchen was. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it was like the kitchen, the dining room, and this would be the living area. You go upstairs, and there's three bedrooms upstairs. Mm -hmm. The master a, in the front. Yeah, the master in the front. And uh, I actually, I have uh, footage from the SLS, it was almost like um, a couple of spirits kind of dancing. <laughs> it looked like they were dancing and we were kind of encouraging it. Um, but what we were shooting at, they would have actually been outside of the window upstairs. They, they weren't actually in, they were, the depth perception of it was, was kind of weird. We've had equipment trouble in here before where you know, spirit will drain energy, can't get things to boot up, it'll work fine outside, it just doesn't work in here. 
We were shown how to use an SLS camera, a device which detects humanoid bodies in the environment. Basically, it makes little stick figures on the screen. It is really cool. And we began the next part of our investigation. If you are, turn on one of the lights or fire off that, that rim pod. All you gotta do is get close to it and... Yeah, touch that little box upstairs in your closet. You got a rim pod up there? Mm-hmm. You're peeking oh, out of your closet up there. Nothing. Touch that little box. Nothing's oh. going off. Look yeah. at that. Thank you. It Thank was you just touching much. her hand a minute ago. Thank you so much. Do you feel anything now, Tammy? Can you no, but it's kind of going off. He wants to talk to you. Sorry, Mark, you've been replaced. I know, right? <laughs> Darn it. Now, oh, come on now, where'd you go? Tammy is a lovely person. I think you'd like her very much. Oh, Should flashlight. Your oh, flashlight. The flashlight. Oh, wow. He likes you guys. So this is the most activity you've had here? Yeah, the flashlight didn't come on at all with the last year. No flashlights at all. Can you hear the deep breathing in that clip? That was me trying to process what I just witnessed. Namely, the <laughs> flashlight turning on right in front of me. It was wild! I've never seen anything like that before. I was right there with you, buddy. It was kind of unbelievable. Did you go back upstairs? Can you stomp on the floor or let us know where you are? Do you like it when people come to visit? Are you seeing anything in here? I'm not seeing, I can't, they're not even popping up on the, oh. It's kind of backwards. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta think of it sort of. Did you see something? Like, well, I did, but uh, it's Which like right, it's on the table. Which hand's getting cold? This one. So this? you're seeing an this image on the table? Yeah, it's like okay. someone so is sitting on the. You see that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's like where? right behind you. To right yeah. behind me, where yeah. the light is. To the other side. Yeah. Yes, right there. Where the light is. You're yes. seeing an image sit on the exactly table where, where the, the light, light is. is. Yes. Yeah. And it's not her. No. No. It was like right behind her. Yeah. Well, that flashlight just came on now. All right. So, so okay, I get it. Can you, can you, you can turn that light off now. So, um, please, go ahead and turn the light off. Thank you. Okay, so here's here's the thing. First of all, sorry. Um, somebody should have warned you we were coming, and we apologize for that. Um, there's, there's probably going to be another group of people coming through a little bit. Are you at your okay. phone? Speaking of unbelievable, I love how you can hear the utter disbelief in my voice. I remember making eye contact with you after that happened, and we were both like, what the heck just <laughs> happened? Did that actually happen? That actually happened. I was so scared. I grabbed the girl beside me. Luckily, she was just as scared as I was, so we just sat there, cuddling each other in utter shock. <laughs> we finished up inside, the lights came back on, but I was still in disbelief. 
He was so cool. I love that you're like, that was terrifying. Yay! <laughs> it was awesome. I loved it! <laughs> Let's do it again! I'm ready to do it again. Let's go sit in a dark house in an abandoned town. <laughs> not. I'm ready. Just you and me. Yeah, just you and me. We need an SLS reader with this one here. I bet they're really expensive. <laughs> right before we headed out, Chris had one more thing to say. Just like I was standing out there waiting for you, yeah. and hearing rocks get thrown on the other side of the railroad tracks all night tonight. Alright. Lovely. Who wants to go get rocks thrown at him, huh? Me. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's ready to go to the last spot. Nice. Like I see Jess out there patiently waiting. Because Thank this you. is Jess's like home. Thank you so much. Thank yes, you. Thank, Thank you. you. We appreciate you. You have to stay here. <laughs> Don't follow anybody home. You are not allowed. And with that eerie send-off, we started towards our last location of the night. But we have to go meet Harry down here. We'll have the spirit box. That is the only toy that we haven't got to play with tonight. We have an SB11 spirit box. You watch Ghost Adventures, so you know what that is. Um, so, it's kind of noisy and loud. For those of you who don't know what a spirit box is, Lola will explain that in just a moment. Meanwhile, we kept trekking through the dark toward the large structure looming in the distance, Thurman's very own calling tower. Watch your step on the tracks, guys. Oh, there's a hole in the ceiling directly below me. <laughs> Great. Oh man, that is really high. So, what does a spirit box Okay, so the spirit box is uh, basically it scans radio frequencies forwards and backwards um, at a very, very high rate. And what it's supposed to do, in theory, is allow the spirits to speak through the white noise. Right? So... But I'm still going to pull out our other toys. Okay. So, Mark, here's going to be your job. That was me. You see that temperature reset button right there? Uh-huh. If that goes off, if it beeps, put it back. That means that there's been a fluctuation in temperature there. So we have a temperature gauge and we have the radio frequencies that are, that are scanning. There's somebody here working the cooling station. We gotta get these generators going. Did you? Yeah. I heard like a grunt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Seriously. I, I heard it. It was a grunt. I don't, I don't Away from the door. Yeah, no. We may be able to hear you through this box if you speak very loudly. You can yell at us. Hey, if there's anybody here, we need you to talk to us. Let us know. Do you need help? Yeah, definitely. You can turn on the flashlights. Uh, what's that doing? I guess that's not cute. No, there's a fluctuating temperature. 
About this time, it was around 1.40 a.m. Way past my bedtime, <laughs> might I add. Way past my bedtime. <laughs> the hour and the cold were starting to have some effect on all of us, but I still found myself reluctant when Lola announced it was time to head back to the depot. But time flies when you're out there. I felt like we'd only gotten there when, in reality, we'd been roaming around for like five hours. So we packed up our stuff and made our way back to the depot to meet with everyone else. But just because we were done investigating didn't mean spooky stuff wasn't still happening. I thought I heard a footstep behind me. What? Yep. What? You thought you heard what? A footstep. Behind us. Yeah. Yeah. That was freaking me out. I just said I thought I heard a footstep. Behind us? Are there people behind us? No. No. And with that final chilling goodbye, we hiked back and returned to our seats on the bus, safely. In the comfort of the bus. <laughs> with sand spider. Uh, come back and see us again, too. We're always ghost hunting Thurman a couple times a year. We got live music, whitewater rafting, zip lines, mountain biking, all kinds of fun stuff you can do here. So look us up. We said goodbye to our new friends, thanked our tour guides, and headed back to our car. And immediately cranked up the heat. It had gotten very cold very quickly, very quickly. So we have just finished doing our ghost hunt. It's um, two in the morning. <laughs> it's two in the morning. It's 54 degrees. I'm really cold. I'm really tired. I would like hot chocolate. And if Sheets is not open to get me one, I'm going to break something. Jenna's not here. <laughs> a, a psychic, I'm sick. A, a medium told me that I was a pirate in my past life. And that my bones are buried somewhere in England. Yeah, Galen's a pirate. And he, then he told me I'm hard to read. That he couldn't read me. So. I'm a pirate. <laughs> That's all Galen got out of it. That's, I, I was a, he kept saying, like, you look like you're an odd. He's like, I am, sir. <laughs> I, was, I was staring at him like a small child stares at something large. <laughs> like, uh, Whoa. Well, that was very fun, very eventful. Would do again. Would do. Would I do. highly recommend. Yeah. I we just, had a great group. It went by fast. I'm not, I, no, I wasn't as cool as I thought. I just really want to go to sleep. Yep. <laughs> Spend five hours in the woods with ghosts. Makes you a little tired. Yep. Ah, there goes Terry. Thank you, Bye, Terry. Terry. Our great driver. Bye, Terry. Who drove through the fog and the dark through a, a West Virginia mountain, so. Which, as we all know, is not a smooth ride. It's not a smooth ride, so he did a great job. And we are off to the races. We're going to no drive service, home. No GPS, so we're just going to figure it out as we go. It's fine. Um, let's see. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Can I get out up here? I don't, sure. Does it look like I can? As you might have guessed, we did make it home safely despite having no GPS. And despite the fog and the dark and the cold. Yes, that too. It was the perfect way to start off October, and all of the guides were great. If you're interested in taking a haunted tour, we definitely recommend this one. You never know what spooky thing will be lurking around the corner. Us. <laughs> we're, the, we're, we're the spooky, spooky thing. thing. <laughs> we're the spooky thing. 
<laughs> Moral of the story, there are things to do hidden around every corner in West Virginia. Sometimes you just have to take a closer look. Thank you for listening to Country Roads, a production of The Scenic Run, sponsored by Blue Press. If you like what you hear, please remember to like and share on Spotify or your favorite podcast provider. Or you can check us out on our Twitter or give us tips on cool events going on in your town at countryroadswv underscore. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on Country Roads.